0: Good afternoon, and welcome to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight, brought to you by CVG, our title sponsor, and C-Crew Consulting, our digital sponsor. We're so glad you are here. I'm Catherine Nero, alongside Jeremy Schrand, the Marketing and Communications Director for the Northern Kentucky Chamber. Are you fresh off that turkey hangover after Um, Thanksgiving week, Jeremy?
1: I I might still be in a little bit of a turkey hangover. The the cheesecake, the pumpkin cheesecake, it went perfectly. It was perfect. (laughs) it was delicious it was amazing how was your thanksgiving
0: lovely lovely smaller like i'm sure everyone else's was too but still uh, a lot to be grateful for this year certainly and so um yeah it was a lot of fun and now we're embarking on cyber monday and all the fun that's to be had over the next several weeks which we'll get to as well um first things first though we want to talk about the guest coming on our show today jeremy
1: yes we got first net um it's a really really interesting um, solution for all of our first responders out there it's basically like a super secret network that they can yeah. get on that keeps them so if there's a big huge disaster and everyone's trying to call and see where everybody is it sometimes slows down the network traffic well this system lets the first responders get above that network yeah. and be able to communicate effectively so they can come and save the day and 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 make sure everybody's safe
0: you know what's interesting in doing all these interviews is it it never ceases to amaze me the Crazy, amazing things that are going on in Northern Kentucky that maybe we had no idea about. And That's kind of what this podcast is all about. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we do have uh, things happening in Northern Kentucky. Our headlines for the week, and they start with Jeremy the Brent Spence Bridge. We are going to update that. So throughout Thanksgiving week, and I know a lot of us aren't probably traveling. And when I even they travel, I mean commute. You know, we're not commuting as much as maybe we we have in, in uh, months past. Um, so you may forget that the bridge is still shut down. It's still shut down um and so uh, even through thanksgiving week and on thanksgiving day they still were working out there the construction crews and all that they're on schedule to reopen december 23rd um and you know brent cooper the president of the chamber points out that this underscores the fact that years the chamber and so many other organizations and people and businesses throughout northern kentucky have been advocating for another bridge a second bridge that companion bridge and if that existed And I know we're talking pipe dreams here, but still, if that existed, we wouldn't have this slowdown. Um, And basically, you know, a a trip that normally would take me from Covington, like today I went to Bond Hill, that should be a 20-minute drive. It was at about 40. Um, And that was with no traffic, just the alternate routes. So that's uh, the issue there. You can find out the latest on how that bridge is being repaired on brentspencerepair.com. But listen, in the age of COVID, Jeremy, I am all for silver linings, and I got one for you. You ready? Okay, here yeah. we go. Because, you know, they're having to, to reroute traffic through Covington, all those businesses in Covington are having a ton of cars drive by them. And so maybe they'll get a little bit of extra business. This is where I'm thinking like, people will be like, I oh, forget it. Why are we going to drive all the way into Ohio? I'll just stop here in Covington and eat and drink and shop. And so maybe yeah. that's a
1: good thing. Pick up some dark charge from Braxton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you can, if, 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 yeah. you, if you ordered it Fingers in crossed so uh the governor's executive orders still stands for now the sixth uh, circuit court of appeals upheld governor Bashir's executive order to close public and private schools halting a preliminary injunction last week that allowed uh per- school Ugh, I hate I- i'm bad at that word schools to continue in-person instruction so all those catholic schools um you know that was what was up in the air um it remains um Right now, the Diocese of Covington's announcement that it will return to um, in-person classes on Wednesday is likely not going to happen. We haven't really heard yet. I'm sure that it might be out later today. Um, Middle and high schools will stay closed through winter break, but elementary schools may be able to go back December 7th if their county is not in the red zone. Right now, all of our northern Kentucky counties are in the red zone, Um, so be wearing those masks. Wash your hands stay six feet away from everybody else. So, so we can get out of the red and get the kids back. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And we should be expecting within the next couple of hours, uh, hopefully uh, information from the diocese. I know I've got one kid in a, in a diocesan school, so let's, let's, uh, we'll see what happens on Wednesday right now she's uh, in class in her bedroom so i don't know which one she prefers more i know which <laughs> one i prefer more but that's another story um all right so we just talked about all the great businesses down in covington i hit a bunch of them for shop small uh saturday for um you know the small business saturday and we've got a great opportunity for you okay so it's called operation winter now we know this year more than any other Maybe more than any other, but I would imagine so that small businesses, local businesses need your help. And um, this is the time of year. You're out shopping anyway. So this is a great opportunity to help a local business and also buy a great gift. So this is from Meet NKY and One NKY Alliance and the Chamber's involved in this as well, Jeremy, to influence consumers to buy holiday gift cards. Now, listen, I know some people are anti-gift cards. I love giving them and I love getting them. I just think they're so simple. I just got a great gift card um, that is for all the like cool Covington businesses. Like it's for, you know, um, from Braxton to Hotel Covington to, you know, all those places down there. And I'm like, this is such a great idea. Deep Felice among them. So um, you can do that. There's a, a guide. So this is the best part. So if you click on uh, the link, so if you go to meet NKY and um, they put together this list not only to help you identify the businesses but also to tailor you know like the person you want to give the gift to you can like put in information and figure out which one would be best for them so really cool they're perfect for last minute shoppers too because there are online versions so like you can print it out slop it in a bag and call it a day um and uh this is all part as well you know i've been working with meet nky and doing some uh, one of the reasons i was out on saturday To highlight some of those local businesses and there are some really cool ones uh, that I just I I, I didn't know about and I that this is why I love this sort of thing so and in light of the executive order that has a shut down in person dining, uh, this is a special important to tell your local restaurants as well um and that's another thing that the chamber's kind of been involved with Jeremy is like to make sure that that we know to you know do carry out do delivery get those gift cards if possible add alcohol if you can a lot of places you may not even think of are gonna sell to go alcohol which is awesome and tip well Of course. Uh, And the best part is a $10,000 grant opens today at uh, open today at noon for restaurants and bars who have been hit by this latest round of restrictions. So if you want to find out more, the website's kind of convoluted, but just search Team Kentucky Food and Beverage Relief Fund, Team Kentucky Food and Beverage Relief Fund, and you can uh, get it there. Yes.
1: Um, Also uh, on the Tribune, they did some really great articles about all those cool Um, ideas and shopping ideas. So check those out on uh, the nkytribune.com. And then what about the travel? So, I mean, we saw a lot in the news about people traveling um, over the weekend and we're talking nationally, but CVG is weighed in. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, AAA and CVG are teaming up to show travelers what to expect during the holiday travel. Um, there's changes in security. You can bring on a large bottle of hand sanitizer, contactless um, check-in, plexiglass barriers. Like it's, it's a lot different if you're used to flying Um, Pre-pandemic, changed at the gate, fewer flights, so you can use more seating at the gates, not in use. Um, The airlines are seating from the back of the plane to the front to limit contact instead of doing the weird thing where it's different rows and stuff, different groups of people like the outside windows, inside windows and all that stuff. Um, They've changed it, so it's just the back to the front. Um, changes on the plane, some airlines are not selling the middle seat anymore, um, and the air filtration systems um, is, is similar to those that are used in hospitals, so they've completely upgraded all those like um, uh, air filtration systems. Learn more next week uh, when we talked with CVG about what to expect when traveling for the holiday season, so we're going to have them on here to to give us a, a full rundown of, of what's going on at CVG.
0: I will tell you, I flew not this past weekend, but the weekend before that. I felt more comfortable at CVG and the other airports and on the planes than I do going to some big box stores. I will tell you, people are more cognizant of space. You're Mm -hmm. carrying a big bag, you know, so like you're automatically almost six feet away from people because you're carrying stuff. Um, a couple of airlines sell that middle seat and I'm not a fan of that, but um delta for example does not on one of my flights i literally had 12 feet around me there wasn't anybody in front of beside or behind me on the plane so um you know just keep that in mind if you have to travel of course you know the goal is to stay home if possible but if you have to travel for whatever reason just keep that in mind um and speaking of traveling locally there's still i know that there's a lot we can't do right now but there's a lot we can Jump i finding silver linings here jeremy and here's yeah. one of them um if you're looking for some great um holiday themed activities and this is specifically christmas themed uh the ark encounter and creation museum have both been named the top faith-based christmas attractions in the U.S. by USA Today. They're number one and number two. Like one, two. So, and they're right there, right down the road from us. Um, This was in the poll last year. They're open on select dates now through the end of the year. So, you want to check the website. And there's like a million different upgrades and different things that you can do. So, there's Christmas Town at the Creation Museum and Christmas Time at the Ark Encounter. Tens of thousands of lights, outdoor nativity, there's a skating rink. There's a planetarium shows, virtual reality experience, animals from the Ark Zoo. There's all kinds of stuff for kids of all ages. So check it out, if you will. Uh, and again, um, it's it's various days that they offer various things. So check those websites. It'll be the easiest way to do that. And let's also not forget, tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. So yep. if you've got a little left over from Cyber Monday, let's hope you do. Tomorrow's a great day to give it to your favorite Northern Kentucky nonprofit. And we are just blessed to have a million of them here. In the greater Cincinnati area, Northern Kentucky specifically.
1: Yes, and one of those nonprofits. People, not a lot of people know about this. The, so the chamber is is a not for profit. So it's it's a little different. It's 5036, six. But we also have a a, a traditional nonprofit. It's the N K Y Chamber Foundation, and that is specifically set to uh, support our Grow Workforce initiatives, and then oh. also our regional youth leadership. So the um, the leadership program for juniors in high school that is actually getting ready to. Uh, uh, take applications for next year so um, but if if you if you like to uh, give back to maybe some of the younger people and, and, and I really have an interest in the, growing the workforce and the um, the, uh, the pipeline of talent in our community check out the uh, Northern Kentucky Chamber Foundation we're going to be posting on social media about that tomorrow so just check out our social pages and you can get links to to find out more. And, I guess... and now,
0: Jeremy, is it time? It's been two weeks, and we have not had the chamber roundup.
1: Yeah, and I guess yeah, I guess that I could have saved that for part of the chamber roundup. But let's talk about all the wonderful events okay. that we have happening around the chamber right now. First of all, on the second, um, and. If, few days, we have the women's initiative Win, uh, virtual winter professional series and it's reset your mindset. Um, now, typically they try to keep it all like some of those programming is just for women. But this one, um, men, women are both encouraged to attend. It's Kendra Ramir- Ramirez. And if you've ever heard her speak, she's really, really great. Um, and it's going to be a cool interactive uh, presentation on uh, Zoom, I believe. And then uh, on the eighth, we have where we stand and that's going to be the pr- uh, preview of the general session. And uh, Kristen will have a a great cast of characters there to to talk about what we're gonna be what we're gonna expect for this year's general uh, general assembly. Um, then we have getting uh, the most from your chamber membership. This is designed for new members coming in. They can learn about all the great things we do around the chamber. Um, that's on the ninth. But if you're a member and you've been around a while and you want to kind of catch up and see what we are doing. Uh, feel free. You can attend that too uh, for free. And then also for the YPs on the 10th, we have a, our co- virtual coffee and conversation. So we're going to, um, you know, just chat, meet some people and uh, do some networking with uh, the YPs. And then on the 15th, rounding things out. We have our next eggs and issues with Lee Kroom from Northern Kentucky Triad. And he's going to talk about all the economic development that's still going on even during the pandemic
0: hard to believe, but it is happening. All right, Jeremy, thank you, and stick with us. We are going to be right back with the latest on FirstNet, what this means for you and your favorite first responder, maybe, when the Northern Kentucky Spotlight returns.
2: Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. Ccrew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients.
0: back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight and right now Christopher Scott joins us. He is a FirstNet solution consultant and, and we're going to be talking about FirstNet and exactly what that is. But first of all, Christopher, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me. Good to be here.
0: We are here. We are in the middle of a pandemic and FirstNet began in the midst of a completely different tragedy. So let's talk about how FirstNet began and where it has moved from there to now.
2: Yeah, so um, brief history. Uh, FirstNet grew out of the devastating losses from the terrorist attacks of of 9-11. The attacks exposed glaring weaknesses in the communication systems, Uh, cell service was Spotty, Uh, countless emergency response teams couldn't communicate even using their their trusted uh, radios, their handheld radios, Um, and many first responders lost their lives. So Congress established the First Responder Network Authority and charged it with building a nationwide purpose-built broadband network just for first responders. So the First Responder uh, Network Authority put out uh, an RFP and contracted AT&T to build and deliver this uh, innovative ecosystem called FirstNet. So FirstNet is the nationwide wireless communications ecosystem designed with and for first responders and those who support their vital efforts, meaning that could be uh, healthcare care workers, utilities, uh, continuity of government, key faculty and admin at a K through 12 or a, a higher ed uh, school building. So it's, it's the network first responders have been asking for with priority and preemption, unprecedented security, uh, a commitment to expand rural coverage. Uh, This means first responders connect first. It's priority access on the network.
0: So let's uh, talk about how FirstNet actually works in an emergency situation.
2: So um, FirstNet is designed to keep first responders and their partners connected with the voice, text, and, and data, uh, video services that they need so they can focus on, on what's important. So uh, a couple of examples. With FirstNet, you get access to uh, a dedicated deployable for a crisis situation or a, a planned event, meaning if a, a structure, if a cell tower was taken out of service, uh, first net customer can can request a, a sat call or a sell on, on light truck, a satellite truck. Uh, we have a 14-hour response to operation commitment. So from the time that that request comes in, we have 14 hours to be on-site and, and up and running. Uh, I know, especially with all the hurricanes coming up through the Gulf uh, this year, our response operation group has been extremely busy. And so while there aren't a lot of hurricanes in Northern Kentucky, and we are dealing with a lot of what-if situations, uh, FirstNet is committed to that emergency re- emergency response, uh, even when unforeseen events affect the, the network infrastructure.
0: How, so this is obviously nationwide. How what's the scope? How many agencies or organizations are we talking of, involved with this?
2: We have uh, seventy-two Sackhole. Strategically located throughout the country, we have three uh, uh, drone, tethered drones that can be put in the air to provide wow. coverage, and we have uh, we have one blimp, which is called FirstNet One, of course, because it has to have a name. Um, <laughs> so, I'll give you an example: there was a train derailment in eastern Kentucky uh, earlier this year, and there was a spillage of a chemical into the river, and this is on the backside of a mountain in eastern Kentucky. So. There wasn't any coverage there. So uh, state police and the uh, environmental emergency response team requested a, a sat hole to provide coverage for those that were uh, going down to the crash site and and, and helping helping the spill and, and helping clean up the, the rail cars. So uh, that was a local example of a, a call that was made for a, a sat hole here in Kentucky.
0: Let's talk about that uh, local aspect. Obviously, this is nationwide, FirstNet, is you um, are here in the in Northern Kentucky area. What's the importance of being here and also uh, being a member for this big company to be a member of the Northern Kentucky Chamber?
2: Well, I, I know that, um, you know, you're right. FirstNet is built for all public safety. That means every first responder in the, in the country, career or volunteer, federal, Uh, tribal, state, or local, urban, Mm -hmm. suburban, rural. Uh, And again, that includes those that support first responders in the emergency response situation, Uh, triaging the crash site, uh, communications with police during an active shooter situation at a a school, uh, road crews and utility workers on the scene of a disaster. So also reaching rural and remote parts of America is one of our top priorities. So using all LTE, uh, 18, excuse me, L, AT&T LTE bands and mm-hmm. band 14 spectrum, which was awarded to us as part of the FirstNet contract. FirstNet currently covers more than 2.61, 2.61 million square miles. In 2019 wow. alone, we added more than 120,000 square miles of, of LTE coverage. And I was told that that's roughly the size of uh, New Mexico. Wow. So, <laughs> To, to put it simply, we've been we've been busy giving more first responders and the community, communities they serve to to access the critical communication capabilities uh, they need. So we aren't stopping there. We're actively extending the nationwide reach of FirstNet to give agencies, large and small, reliable, unthrottled. I should mention that connectivity and uh, the modern communication tools.
0: Well, we are glad you're part of the Northern Kentucky area. Thank you so much for taking time with us today to explain such an important uh, thing that I don't know that many of us knew was happening. What a wonderful thing. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. I appreciate being here.
0: All right. And everyone else, you guys stick around. We'll be right back on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. The Northern Kentucky Chamber helps our businesses grow. It's what we do. From marketing and advertising opportunities like member of the day or being a guest on the NKY Spotlight podcast. We help our businesses grow by celebrating milestones with ribbon cutting and promoting to our massive social media following. The Northern Kentucky Chamber provides resources that support business growth from startup stage to company maturity. For more information, visit nkychamber.com slash join us. Helping businesses grow. It's what we do. And welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Thanks for sticking around. We appreciate it so much and we hope glad you're in your holiday week, uh, post holiday week with us, no matter when you're listening to this Uh, next week, though, speaking of the holidays, uh, and and we mentioned this before, Jeremy, but we're going to be talking about travel and all that and what it is like kind of working your way through CBG if you're going to be flying here. And a lot of people, we haven't, a lot of people haven't flown in a year, so uh, if not longer
1: yeah i'm excited to see that it'll 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 be interesting to uh to kind of hear how they're how they're solving it because the people the guy the people at cbg they're just so brilliant and they just we have like one of the best airports around and i just i can't wait to hear what they have to say yeah
0: and they really have done some innovative things so uh we're going to be waiting for that that's coming up of course next week but between now and then we do have a couple of requests for you you know it is the giving season so if you could share and subscribe and all that fun stuff, we would greatly appreciate it and get the great word out about the great things happening in Northern Kentucky. And until next week, we appreciate you joining us right here on the spotlight. And we'll see you next week on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight.